You know the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. It's the weekend bonus episode because we missed a couple this week. Mo Mootsy alongside BJ Armstrong as always. BJ, how you doing? Oh, real name, no gimmicks. It's all good. The weekend is here. We're talking basketball. Hey, I can't think. I can't think of a finer place to be, Mo. Man, it's a blessing Excellent to be here. So let's get after it. What we got? Oh man, well right now we're in the middle of watching some games here on a Friday night and uh, Auntie Edwards has just gone down quite badly with a bad ankle and it got me thinking about the Timberwolves. Got me thinking about the Timberwolves, you know, they traded away pretty much all of their future for Rudy Gobert and uh, it hasn't worked out quite how they had planned. They're currently the seventh seed with the 500 record. If Auntie Edwards is out, that's pretty much their season done because Carl Auntie Towns is already out with an injury and the Western Conference playoff race is so tight. It could see them slip out, but it got me thinking. What's the vision for this Timberwolves team, BJ? If you were the Timberwolves, how would you want to build around what's quite clearly a very bright young star in Anthony Edwards, who plays both sides of the ball, he can score in a multiple uh, variety of ways. You've now got Gobert, who's a big room-protecting presence. Do you think the next move is to move Carl Anthony Towns along? Well, you know, Mo, the thing that I like about this team and i think i'm going to still hold promise for this group because i happen to be one of the guys or one of the people who like the initial trade of Rubio. <laughs> okay <laughs> okay I, I i may be put me in the the rare i liked it i liked it when they did it i still like it now and they're in the playoff position i mean they are a game or two from being in the in the fifth spot, which is the LA Clippers. Okay. They're currently three games away from the fourth spot, four games away from Memphis. I like where they're at. You know, if you told me no Carl Anthony Towns and they're three, four games from the third spot, I I take it. Well, I take ironically, it. their record has got better without playing the two bigs at the same time. Okay. It's what I'm saying. I okay, if you told me that, okay, now. I like it because of the following. I see the potential. Anthony Edwards, who is clearly the best player on their team, has taken a step. And the step he's taken this year is the consistency in which he's playing with, especially at what after about 25 or 30 games this year, to be now says he's ready to possibly enter in what I call that superstar. He's, he's got to be an all-star next year for sure. Well, he's an all-star this year, okay? But I think he's ready to move into that superstar, possibly, right? You know, you, you, I, I'm, 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 I'm a little older. I don't pass out superstar. So mm. I think he's, he looked like he's ready now. He looked like he's saying, because he's doing it every night. He's playing. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back and plays through this injury. I wouldn't be surprised because he's, he looks like he's ready to take on responsibility, which I love to see with young player. I think Rudy Gobert now finally has a pass first guard who should make him better and his partner, Mike Conley. You know, Mike Conley. So I, I like that. I think Mike Conley has leadership. I don't think there's a there's no fighting for shots now. I don't think there's and not that there was with D'Angelo Russell. He was just a different type of lead guard. He was a shoot first guard. Now you have a pass first guard. I think Rudy Gobert will settle in. Anthony Edwards, everyone knows that it's his show. 
And then we add the pieces around it. So I think now that this team is ready with a training camp, uh, offseason, adding a few pieces here, a draft choice there, whatever the case, and then they'll, they'll be ready. So I like what they're doing. I know everyone wants immediate gratification in today's game. However, I kind of like how everyone is settled in to well, this group. And then we'll see what happens when Carl Anthony Towns gets back. They've settled in, but the obvious improvement, not just Mike Conley, the obvious improvement is kind of addition by subtraction. And it's no disrespect to Carl Anthony Towns, but clearly having him and Gobert on the court at the same time wasn't working because Carl Anthony Towns playing at the four defensively causes a lot of problems for your team. Gobert obviously is a rim protector. He's not going to be guarding guys out on the perimeter. So it's quite easy for teams going up against the Timberwolves if they're playing Gobert and Cat at the same time to just say, okay, cool. Well, Carl Anthony Towns can't guard out on the perimeter. Let's just go at him. And that's what they did. And the Timberwolves got off to a horrendous start to the season. So do you think it's as simple as having an offseason together and a training camp? Or is it something more that Carl Anthony Towns needs to look to find a new home because the team overall would benefit from having someone at the four spot who isn't a major liability on the defensive side of the basketball. And Cap was bad on defense. And now coming off an injury, he's going to be worse than he was before, especially out on the perimeter. Well, you know, I when I I have to be careful when I speak to you know about the game is because most people just look at the stats, right? At the beginning of the season, Anthony Edwards wasn't playing at this level. Rudy Gobert had just got there, so he didn't know the team. They had a pass, a shot first guard who clearly was, you know, look, let's just we got to call it like we see it. I mean, he, you know, D'Angelo was playing, He, you know, he had his contract was up. There's a lot of limbo with this group. They've traded some players away. So this is a totally different team. So what I saw at the beginning of the season, because I saw them play a couple times live, and what I'm seeing now, it's a totally different group, okay? The, 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 the fabric of this group is totally different now. This is without question, and which wasn't the case at the beginning of the season. This was not Anthony Edwards' team. We thought it could be his team. This is clearly his team now. They've taken mm -hmm. on his personality. They've taken on. They they have a, a, a they have a, a a different lead guard, if you will. They play with a different energy. Carl Anthony Towns, when he comes back, whether it's this year or next year, he will have to play a different role than what was anticipated at the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. So that's a fact. So whatever you saw at the beginning of the season, that was then. In the present moment, this is a team now that their best player plays on both sides of the ball. This is a team now where Rudy Gobert is playing pretty solid. Their role players are filling in and they're playing meaningful games, Mo, meaningful games at the end of the season. You can't ask better. You can't ask for better than that. Okay. And they've made a, a mid they made a, a trade at the deadline. So this is a lot of moving parts here. And by the way, they've been able to not only sustain what they've been doing since the beginning of the season, which was to be in the playoffs, but right now you're saying what this team could be. So yeah, all right. If you want to talk about the beginning of the season, but that's not the same season. You know, you know, they've Vanderbilt, these guys aren't there. You know, D'Angelo Russell's not there. Malik Beasley's not there. And those guys were playing a lot of minutes for them early in the season, but now they're not. So 
I like what they're doing. I like where they're at. And I'll be interested to see how this plays out when Carl Anthony Towns comes back. I'm just, I'll be interested to see because clearly the team has made a statement. They're going to be good with or without him. With him and playing the way that they currently play, taking responsibility on the defensive end. I'm not asking him to be a 30-point scorer with this group. You got something. But if that doesn't work out, I think clearly we'll know why it's not working out. Because right now, Mo, you know, a two or three game winning streak changes everything for them. And they're right where, to me, when you have your young players playing at this level, you got something. And right now, I am a huge Anthony Edwards fan. And he's only 21. This young man, that's what I'm saying. And this young man is doing it. And he's doing it not only on the offensive end, but defensively, when I see young players do it on that side of the ball, you catch my attention. So big ups to Minnesota, Anthony Edwards, Rudy Gobert. I think with the training camp and, and they bring this group back as is, I think you're really looking at something for a bright future because they have veteran leadership. They have a young player who can play every night. Defensively, they could be a lot better than what they were. They started off a little shaky, and I, I and I think they'll settle in. And um, so I, I I think it's very promising for them moving forward. I, I think it's very promising anti-Edwards, but I, I don't know about the fit, so we're going to have to wait and see how it looks to start next year. But um, I'm a big fan of defense, so we'll see what happens with Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, Mo, you, you, you've come back over to the defensive side? <laughs> I've always been on the defensive side. I never left. Oh, okay. I never left. Just checking, well. Just Speaking checking. of defense, one of the best defenders in the NBA in recent years, not so much recently, but a few years ago, was Mr. Ben Simmons. Now, he's had some injuries. He's had some, let's say, off-court struggles. Uh, but today, he is no longer working with the Clutch Sports Group. And he's expected to hire veteran agent Bernie Lee, who, according to John Krasinski, has a long history of guiding clients through difficult spots as Lee also represents Jimmy Butler, Justin Holiday, and Chris Dunn, amongst other players. Okay. What does this what's, all mean? What's a difficult spot mean? What's a this is this is what I'm asking you. What does this all mean? Because... I, I don't know. I, that's what I was just I was like, wow. Because because well, there's well, never what's... been a situation like this in the NBA. How can someone guide him through, you know, something that he's never never seen before? We've never seen anything like the Ben Simmons situation. Well, well, you know, I'm a little older than you, so I, I, I've seen, I've seen this before, and is it as documented to this degree? Probably not, um, because of the financial situation as being a max player. So it's it's yeah. really highlighted. You know, Mo, it's it, it's one thing that we haven't seen before in this league is once you lose your confidence. It's very hard to get it back. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and very very rarely, you know, you 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 see guys have gone through stretches where maybe, as it was told to me when I came in this league, if you lose your confidence, you never get it back. So therefore you always you always must be able to adapt or make what we call a period of adjustments. Shots not going down. You can't stop shooting. 
You got to adjust and figure out how to contribute to the game, even though you may be a shooter. Okay. You know, we all go through it. You may be a scorer. Maybe you can't score. You may be a defender. For some reason, guys are just hitting you for 30 night in and night out. You can't lose your confidence. Now, you know, Mo, you know, you, you say he's he's known for what, what's his reputation for dealing with people. Difficult well, situations. Know. The phrase in the situations. tweet says a long history of guiding clients through difficult spots. OK, I, I you know, that, that's that sounds I mean, like PR I, older, to me. I, I, listen, I'm older, so I don't know what that means. Well, here's what I know. What this means since 1946, when this league started, OK. I'm going to make this very simple for everyone who plays sports this is about life okay most people want to talk about basketball i mean truly you know if we can just be very transparent here i'm in the business of people that's that's what i'm in mm-hmm. it just happens to be basketball but truthfully speaking i'm just in the business of people that's the business i'm in and this is one thing that whatever profession you choose it applies to to everything right yeah. There's only one thing that I found that really solves the problem, and that's love. You got to find something that you love to do. If you like it, you're going to have a problem. If you're doing it because of money, once the money stops, you'll stop. If you really don't like it, and when it gets hard, you'll probably walk away. If you just doing it because you want to do it because it's just fun, well, when it no longer becomes fun to you, you'll figure something else to go do, right? Mm-hmm. love you gotta love it that's the first thing if you love something whatever it is you love right in in my case it just happened to be basketball because i love the game it creates connections to other people and other things and other people that love the game so for instance i met mo because of my love for the game it's connected me with a young man who I didn't know anything about (laughs) halfway around the world, but because I love it and because he loves it, we're suddenly now have this connection called the hoop genius podcast, just because we both love the game. This is basketball. When you love something and you see people playing together as a team, you go, wow, that looks fun. Okay. But you got to love it. If you don't love it, you have no chance. So from this love, Mo, you and I have a connection. Once you have the connection, Mo, you start seeing things clearly. Okay, I got this guy. Okay, you can pass. Mo, you're the host. BJ, you're, uh, you, you know, you're, you're talking about the game. What time, Mo, you and I are going to do the podcast? Even though we're halfway around the world, different time zones, everything. We have clarity that, hey, we got to get this done no matter what. We're going to find a way. We're going to find a way. Okay, Mo. All of this just stems from one thing, love. Once you get to clarity, Mo, and all of those things, Mo, now we got the confidence. We can do this. Mm -hmm. Mo, we can do. Confidence comes because there's no clarity and there's no connection. So now, Mo, when I watch Ben Simmons... There has never been a player, there's never been a player where they've been completely in the zone or hot their entire career. Yeah. Believe it or not, Mo, you and I watched Steph Curry last year miss 
every three-point shot, Mo. <laughs> you and Mo, you that, and I last year in the NBA a, Finals. That's for a game, not for like two, what's this, two, three years now with Ben Simmons? Okay, but Mo, Mo, he did it in the NBA Finals. You okay? You can miss a shot. In a in a in a in a big game, and that could be very damaging to but some he, people. He didn't stop shooting. Okay, because Mo, he loves the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, Mo. And then once you see confidence, Mo, and once you feel the confidence, suddenly now, Mo, you get the most important thing that love can offer you. Now you have courage to face your fears. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mo, when you love something. It gives you courage to face your fears. Everyone has doubts. Everyone will have a bad game or two. Maybe you just have an off season. But because, Mo, you love something, you find a way. Yeah. Right now, Mo, my thing with Ben Simmons, I, I really don't care that he had a bad season. It really doesn't matter to me. Because, Mo, I've seen that happen before. But what I haven't seen, Mo, is someone at his caliber. Okay, when I say his caliber, he is a max player. He was. He's one of, he he still is. He has lost all of his confidence. Mm -hmm. He's lost, he has no clarity. Like, how is he going to play now? Okay. His connection with the previous group, okay, so we, we we put him to another team. Now he has new teammates, okay? And right now, Mo, I'm looking for him to figure out, to say, okay, either we're going to play through this or not. I'm not, I don't care if he can't shoot. Mo, there's been many of players who mm -hmm. couldn't shoot. Mm -hmm. Ben Wallace couldn't shoot, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Dennis Rodman couldn't shoot. Draymond, Draymond is a prime example. Draymond, early in his career, he we saw Draymond hit like 70, 30 points in, in game seven in the NBA finals. Mm -hmm. We saw Draymond Green in a game seven situation score 30 points. And suddenly now he he has, you know, he he's not the consistent shooter that he was early in his career. But you know what I respect? He still takes some. Oh, he still takes them. Mo, see, because that, because you know what? You could say whatever you want about players like that who can and can't shoot. When you love something, Mo, you're going to find a way. So mm -hmm. my thing for Ben, for my thing for Ben is I just hope, I hope that he will just find the thing that he loves, whatever that is, and start there. Because all of the other things, you're going to go work with, you're going to get a shooting coach. It doesn't matter. You're going to get a, 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 a you know, a sports psychologist or, or all of that doesn't matter. What does matter, Mo, is that you find the thing that you love. And when you love, Mo, all of the other things will just happen naturally. And that's, to me, is the bottom line with the situation. Because every player, every player, believe it or not, Mo, you can't play well every game. That's a fact. Yeah. So don't worry about it. Just go out there and do the best you can. But when you love it, Mo, you you you'll figure it, you'll figure it out if you love something. Well, that brings me nicely to my next point because I shared something with you earlier today 
And it might be one of my favorite quotes I've heard in a long time from, from an NBA player or for anyone in the world. It was Giannis Antetokounmpo explaining why he's so desperate to win a third MVP and a second championship. The quote is that I'm obsessed. I'm scared to lose what God has gave me and the life that I provided for my kids and my brothers and for my mom, you know. I'm scared, so I effing work as hard as I can because I don't want to lose this shit. And it's not going to stop until I'm out of this league. So I do have the trophy somewhere, but I try not to look at them because I want to win another one. I do want to, but I don't want to go out and say it. I don't want to beg. I want my game to speak for itself. He then also said that he's not as talented as, as Steph Curry or a Kevin Durant, but he's still going to make sure that he works harder than anyone. Let me find the exact quote. He goes, I'm not as talented as Steph. I'm not as talented as KD. I'm effing desperate. I'm obsessed. So I work effing hard, as hard as I can, because I don't want to lose this shit. And that quote just really stood out to me because this is a guy who has everything. The max contract, sponsorships from how many companies he's going to movie about himself. He was a character in Fortnite. He's won two MVPs, defensive player of the year. He's won an amazing championship. You know, that championship run of his and that finals 50 point performance was one for the history books. And he's still not satisfied with it. BJ, how common is this mentality? Because obviously everyone in the NBA works very hard. Every player works very hard, but this level of determination contrasting to what we just spoke about with Ben Simmons. How often is it we find a player that has this kind of mentality? Well, you know, Mo, it, the, what makes the game in the NBA different than all the other games, right? The, the FIBA, the NCAA, high school, is that it's a 48-minute game. And, you know, you've seen a lot of guys mowing the NBA game. They come out in the first quarter, they're hot. Mm -hmm. They come out in the second quarter, good half. They come out in the third quarter, you go, okay. And then the fourth quarter, there's no show. Mm -hmm. Okay. What makes the NBA game such a special game, Mo, is that it's so long. It's a long season. It's 82 games. Yeah. How many times have we seen guys have a good month? Yeah. First 20, 30 games. And then, <laughs> and then they, and then they go away. Okay. So it's an 82 game. You play a seven game series. Well, you win the first game. Everyone's fired up, but you got to win four out of seven. It's a don't, long, don't long time Remind me of the finals. Don't okay. remind well, me well, of those well, finals. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a long <laughs> game. Okay. And then when you start playing night to night, Mo, you realize that's a long time to play. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing that the thing that you don't see often in life, Mo, everyone starts. Everyone loves to start something. I'm going to start. I love the new year. Everyone starts a new diet. <laughs> Everyone's going to start. I'm not calling you. I'm just calling <laughs> it. It's just human behavior. I'm in the business of people. When you watch people, you watch yourself in particular, you start to learn something. You start. You start something. So, you know. How many people started a podcast? How many oh. people most start? They start a new diet. How I, many people I, I read start, a thing. Oh, I'm going to work out. Every I, day? I read a thing and it was like 80% of podcasts don't go past the third episode. And okay, it was like only 1% of podcasts go past like the 50th episode or something. So right. when I read that, so, I was like, there ain't no way we're ever stopping. But here's the thing, Mo. Here, here's why 
we applaud excellence. Excellence means you're going to finish something you start. Mm-hmm. See that that see Mo, that to me is what makes him different. There's a lot of people who start playing in the NBA, but how many people actually can finish? Mm-hmm. What makes a superstar Mo a true superstar is guys who can finish the game. See Mo, I I was a role player. I knew my role in this business. Role players can play for 44 minutes. For 44 minutes, Mo, I could play with anybody. For 44 minutes. Mm-hmm. The last four minutes, though, Mo, the Larry Birds, the Magic Johnsons, the Kareems, the Jordans, the Tim Duncans, mm-hmm. the Akeem Olajuwans, <laughs> the Isaiah Thomases. Yeah. Those guys, Mo, could play a game that I couldn't play. Yeah. That's the difference. For 44 minutes, though, Mo, I could keep, keep the score within five points. Maybe I'm up five one night. Maybe I'm down five. But the last four minutes, Mo, is where the superstar separates himself from everyone else. He mm-hmm. separates himself from the role players, from the star players, and then it's just him or those elite players who can play the last four minutes of a game. A, the su- a true superstar mode does three things. They score every single time. They get fouled and they make the two free throws or they give you an and one. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what a superstar does. Okay. Giannis is a superstar. He finishes the game. Now we can talk about scoring and skill and all those things. The thing that makes Giannis so special is that, Mo, you don't work that hard to learn how to finish the job and then stop doing it. You're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've learned, I know, I know how to build a house now. So then you just stop doing it. If you if you know how to start a house, you may not want to finish because you've never finished the job before. Yeah. But once you finish the job and you know you're good enough to do it, Mo, finishing is a skill. Giannis can play. Giannis knows that he could play bad the entire game, Mo. And then in the last four minutes of the game, he knows he can go to a level and go to a space <laughs> that no one else can go to. That's why he's a superstar. Yeah. That's what he really knows. Now, it was nice of him to say this. Those other guys have more talent than him. Okay, they may be better offensive players. No player is perfect. Maybe Steph Curry does shoot better than him. But you know what, Mo? He has a talent that is absolutely essential to being a superstar. You have to be able to play through the physicality of the game. Because, Mo, you and I both know in the last four minutes of the game, the referees are going to allow the players to determine the outcome of a game. Mm -hmm. Okay? There's a reason that Steph Curry has put on all of this muscle. Because he knows that... If he's going to be who they said he is, or they say he is, he's got to be able to play through the physical contact of the game. That's a talent. That's yeah. not a skill. Yeah, That's a talent, okay? And only the great players can play through the physical talent, the physical, the physicality of the game. So Giannis may not be able to shoot like KD. KD, even though he is... Thin. He is thin. 
The man he, plays through contact. He's strong compared to what he's you would think. Strong. Yes. And all great players have to have that ability if you're going to be a superstar. That's a fact. So, yeah, it, does it, what he's admitting is I have some flaws in my game. All right. All right. You can you can even say that about Jordan. You can say, well, he didn't shoot the three. OK, you could say that. It's fair. That's fair. However, Mo, one thing you not you, you can't say is in the last four minutes of the game. He'll be there. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> and, and Mo, <laughs> Mo, he'll be there. Okay. That I know. So, and the one thing I can say about Giannis, okay, you say he can't shoot threes. Okay. That that that's that's probably true. But let me tell you something. He will be there though, Mo. Yep. And he'll be there waiting for you for ninety four feet because he's going to play on the defensive end and impact the game just as well as on the offensive end. And, Mo, he's one of the few players in the history of this game that does the following. He forces the referee to make a decision. Because, Mo, he's running through you. Yeah, we've seen that in the recent <laughs> game. I mean, the Phoenix hey, Suns hey, weren't too happy, but he was bullying hey, hey, them boys. Mo, 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 Mo. He forces the referees to make a decision. And I love it, Mo, because yep. that's what that's what great players do. They when Remember... Well, you're a little young. Shaq did the same thing. Mm -hmm. He he forced you. You're, you're, you're like, you're trying to try to referee Shaq. He's going to get fouled every play. And because of the physical nature in which he brought to the game, he forced you to like, God, I can't, I can't call a charge on the guy every time because he's getting fouled every time. Yeah. So he forces you to like referee different. He forces you to defend different. And I love that. Mo, I love that. So it's awesome that Giannis said it. It's great. I think it's a great lesson. And I encourage the young people, don't just start playing the game. Finish it. Finish yeah. it. Like, because he's going to be there for He master what it is you start. Don't, don't just get paid and then stop playing. And I ain't just don't about basketball. <laughs> that ain't just about basketball at all because who you really are will be exposed up here because mo the game is so long if mm -hmm. you really don't love this game up here mo all right maybe you get away in the first quarter maybe you get away with it at a half but mo the game is too long it will expose your true intentions of the game yep. and when you love this game mo when you love this game that'll come through and mo he loves it Respect the game. Mo, just respect the game. And I love it. I mean, you you know me, Mo. I, I he's he is one of, I know you're not supposed to have favorite players. He is one of my favorites. Not because of the player, it's because of the person. Yeah. He lays it out on the line every single night. And Mo, no doubt about it. What more could you ask? Yeah, man. Listen. 30 days till the playoffs now, BJ. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Oh, I... I cannot oh, wait. And every day I get closer, I think we're getting closer to another Giannis Championship. But that's another How's Rob Williams? How's Rob... Yeah, how's Rob doing? How, how's Rob Williams? How's Rob Williams? Oh, man. I, I, Ever since that surgery that he had in the offseason, or to start this season, he ain't looked like the same way he did last year. Like, that bounciness, that spring he had, it just... Obviously, right. he's still a very impactful defender, but I'm a bit concerned. 
But let's get into that okay. tomorrow because I'm thinking okay, all right. But that's been another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast. We call this one Weekend Wisdom from the point oh, guard. Oh, that's a weekend wisdom for you. Hope Ooh, you guys are enjoying we your weekend. Stay locked in. Subscribe. Tell your friends all that good stuff. Leave a comment and all of the rest. Most importantly, until next time, you guys know the vibes. Get buckets.